Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is With Ness, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry. Happy New Year, everybody. What's good? What's popping? I hope you're doing well. There's a flu that's going around. I hope it has not knocked at your door just <laughs> yet. And if it has, open your door and tell it to get out. Um, Moyo Baby here, M-O-Y-O-X-Y-Z, is on the beat today. Boys 2024, that name is about to check out the window, is Moyo Baby 20K. <laughs> Just before the Shalaya occurs, I'm going to go around the table. My best, best, best friends, the agenda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. We'll be whatever you want to do. The agenda. <laughs> In fact, if we change them to Moyo Andy. Avengers, yeah, yeah, we can put your name first. Uh, the Avengers are here today. We're going to go around the table. Everybody, introduce yourself. Hi, guys, Bola. I, I feel like I can start as Jiggy for the first episode of the you know, first episode that you guys are really, you know, hearing about us. Um, DG. Awesome. Yes, no. There's no extra treats here. For something. Like a nickname after yeah, it? I don't no, know. just DG today. DG, AK, DG. Yes, okay. yes. DG, the philosopher. Oh, God. Thank you. And it's Sharon. Sharon, the businesswoman. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> you know, I said that's how I'm starting in 1034. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sharon, the businesswoman on the pod. Mm. Yeah. XYZ by me. XYZ. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, this 20K name that you have, Moyo. What's that, what's that about? I know what it's about, but I'll just, you know. Thank for our listeners. Hmm. For the third time in a row... I sh- set the show on the road in mm. Ibadan for Belash Murder's headline concert. <laughs> and we did a 20K in Ibadan. Homegirl yeah, went and did an O2 in Ibadan. And it was huge, huge of H E W G G Is 20K something like, is that something that most artists can say they've done? No. Really? So it's unprecedented? No, first and best, straight out of UI. Moya baby did that. Wow, you're actually mm. setting records. Well, 2024. No grief for anybody. You know? No grief for anybody. No green, no. No green, no. Thank you, Ibado Una. From where? But crazy. Easy, 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 easy. We did that and it was, it was interesting. Um, guys are out there saying, 
oh, your crowd control was poor. How do you crowd control 20,000 people in an open space that you didn't bargain for? So you didn't bargain for 20K people no, to show No, just because we didn't do billboards this time, we're like, we're working with a very strict budget. So we did what I call grassroots marketing. Going from, here to, going from here to here, say, oh, I have a show that's coming. Different people's WhatsApp, um, WhatsApp status. Um, then I, I worked with the Oyo State Government uh -uh. as well. So in December, I was doing a whole lot of kneeling, please, sir. Please, sir. <laughs> people were rubbing my back, say, oh, my dear, we have aired. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so um, that, was, that was pretty much it. Oyo State Government assisted in promotions a bit. That's through their social media. Then I pulled a few strings with my friends who are like small-scale influencers in Ibadan. So everyone was just posting on whatever social media channel that they could. But this year we didn't use billboards. And sales before the show online were like 4K. Like 4K on dots. So we're all just consoling ourselves that oh, if these 4K people come, we'll just tell them to move to the front. Let's barricade across the back and da 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 all of that. And then... It was like, bro, it was, it, for me, it was a miracle because people were still coming in. I'm like, where are these people coming from? Um, my point of contact guy at Hennessy is like, well, you've already surpassed your targets. Let people in. Yeah. And I had to call Bella's lawyer for permission to open the gates. And they broke down the gates. Safe. The gates was dismantled. My caution fee that was hoping that would be refunded by morning. Let me know which wig I'll buy or which something. <laughs> caution fee gone. Caution fee for my decorator gone. Caution fee for venue gone. The barricades we put in front, unrecognizable, <laughs> gone to the soil. Everything <laughs> just gone. And I'm so happy. When Bella came in, he sent for me. I was like, Muyo, what's the meaning of this? Why are people at the backstage? I'm like, I'll climb the stage and see. There is no space. I had DSS at the event also. Had DSS, mobile police, soldiers, all them. And they're supported by bouncers. And I just, I was constantly begging them, please now help me move these people to the back. He's like, people are like water. When, especially when they're many, you push. They will come back when yeah. they see that there's space. So, barricades gone, table safe. Crazy. All gone. We sold all 10 of our tables. Hey, when I saw our back end... Minus, like, tickets sold at the venue. I'm like, if this money was coming back to me, that's why it's good if you are, like, so proprietor or something. <laughs> when the money comes back to you. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to let you know that nobody's moving me away from this show business. Yeah, no. It's I don't want to say that. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, after that show, I just decided, like, nobody's dragging Iana with two people again. Do your Iana. <laughs> nobody's dragging a uh, manager with you. I free, just leave me. I know once December comes, it's, oh, no, don't. Yeah, because you're busy throughout as well. It wasn't even just... Um, the yeah, from December 13 to December 31, I had a show every day. Crazy. As we thank God. Crazy. Hallelujah. Welcome back, man. Welcome thank back. Thank you. Thank you. Also, this is the first time that the four Avengers have been together for a minute. Shout out to you guys for showing up because it's been... It's been nice, but it's mm -hmm. always better when all four of us all are around, us. you know. New Year, New Energy. New Year, a great new way week. to start 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 the year. No, this is the second episode this year. It was yeah. a new year episode. Right. So we're just going to go through all the music that we enjoyed from December. Music that was released and the ones that we enjoyed. Um, Sharon, would you like to 
<laughs> yes, I would like to thank you so much for this platform that you have given. You are welcome. Um, not you, Bola, not you. Moya, thank you. Shout out to you, Moya. Got you, babe. Um, so I want to start the year, as you know, with a woman, a young girl, mm. London-based mm. Nigerian, if I am correct. <laughs> Brazy! Brazy! Brazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing sound effects in my head. <laughs> okay, so last year, um, December, right? I think in the second week of December, Brazy released her EP, Okay. That should be her first EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing has started to shift from my brain. Afro sexy. Yeah, Afro sexy. Her her first EP, and um, you know, Brazy is one of the. I think I've said this before that the new era of of girls, they are all kind of different. They it almost feels like um, no two of them have the same sound. So it's so easy for music here to sound very monotonous in a sense. But then these girls are all coming with a different kind of energy. You know, we have um, Candy Bleaks who has her own style. We have Life Size Teddy who has her own style. We have um, Bloody Civilian who has her own style. We have Fave who has her own style. And then we have King Maddy as well now. Ah, jeez, King Maddy, yes, of course. She gave me one of my best EPs last year. Mm, But yeah, she also has her own sound, right? And then there's Brazy, right? Brazy, if you listen to Brazy at first, now this is for first-time listeners, listen to Brazy at first, you might be very confused. You might be like, what is going on here? It sounds like... um clashing cymbals or something like that. (laughs) But then, if you actually pay attention, you would find that Brazy's music is very, um, I need a good word. Did you help me? For like, what are you trying to describe? Like the production, the production in her music. It's like up there. Okay, okay. Yeah, like I if you listen that. to the production, yeah, now production much. quality yeah. is very top. Now what she's saying is another mm-hmm. thing entirely. But the production quality, that is even how they how the producers do the beats and everything. It yeah. just makes perfect sense. I would always say that Brazy is like the um like if you know how if if um, what's her name? If Amare mm-hmm. and Kalu had a child <laughs> it will be brazy that child will be brazy okay so brazy is like she's Kalo by the way i think she just got engaged congratulations Kalo. Yeah, you know i'm a huge fan yeah <laughs> anyway so <laughs> so yeah she's like that child if two of them had a child because two of them have a similar style of music like hers and it's easy to want to say that this music is not particularly Afrobeats because it sounds like it's very edm mm-hmm. um it also has is it house but it has it's a very unique. I don't know. It's just very unique. It's very 21st century. It's very new decade. And I can't even pick out a particular song, but I know that each and every one of the songs that she put out on that EP were carefully selected. Mm-hmm. And I am a huge fan of where she is now and of where she's going. Farabale, cool your body, my dear. Is it because I'm looking up? Does it mean you should fear? That's my best song of, of Oh, and of course, she sings in like three different languages. Yeah, yeah. that's another yeah, thing. Yeah. She's so let's too. Yeah. Is that Daddy? Oh, daddy, G. Daddy. Oh, okay, okay. Is that all? Was that the only song that Many you felt singles. in December? 
Oh, the only other song I felt is not really throughout the whole of December. Yes, now. Wow. She was standing on business. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, oh, yeah, wow. there might be other people that release music. Shout out to them, man. And shout out to them. <laughs> but like, Brazy was my standout girl. Mm-hmm. She took the gold medal for me. She closed the year perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. I was saying that I had only four EPs the whole of last year. And then her EP made it my fifth EP and I was done. That's cool. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. What was, what was the one other song? Oh, um, it's not particularly, is it Afrobeats? Oh, John Shah, because he's an African. Shout out to my African people. Um, <laughs> Pastor Solomon from TikTok. Oh he, released <laughs> he released a song and he put it on Spotify. So this song started out as a TikTok trend mm-hmm. where he just posted a video. If you continue to give temporary, temporary solution to the forest of the poor. So anyway, Shah, so everybody just came talking about this song. Everybody started reposting it. All of a sudden, Pastor Solomon... He saw the lights. Because mm. that's how that ABCD girl blew. He saw yes. the lights. He went online. He mm. posted the song. Now, yes, he's picking up. But who knows? Maybe by April, he will have one million streams. But the song the is a bop. And not only did he put the song on Spotify, he added like three extra verses. <laughs> <laughs> and each of them, they are very motivational. I'm not kidding you. Wow. If you're ever feeling down, please... Okay, cool. I like that list. But I must go. I feel like I'm in the spirit now. She has brought the pastor to us as well. What Trump, that's not. No, I, I can't be in the spirit. It, currently, it currently has 58k streams. Hmm. Mm. Do you push to be playing? Mm. When you go viral, better upload your song on Spotify. Oh. Free advice. Don't kill me. Yeah, but you want to go next? Um, okay, I can go next. Um, so I'll start with. I mean, I might as well start to risk it, to be honest. Soundman 2. Yeah. Whatever, S2. Let S2. me call it that. S2. See, that's where you put the S2. Now, I've seen, like, mixed reviews for it because everybody's like, oh, yes, basic is what you would expect. It's safe. And I almost want to ask everyone, did you guys listen to the first one? Like, he told you he was bringing a second Soundman, like, what do you expect? Like, literally, once I saw S2 or Soundman, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm expecting. You don't Before sound like you actually want out. to know. You sound like you want to fight us. Yes. <laughs> That's how yes. you sound. You sound yes. like you're asking us to yes. fight us yes. when we yes. answer you. Yes, yes, yes. But if I like the four songs, um, I actually like this. been top of chat, where it's also risky too. I feel like you can just come out and say, Omo, and you'll be top of chat as well. Mm-hmm. So, but personally, I like to just based off of, it's calm, like, Again, it's what I expected um, from Ululfa to Diamonds to Energy to, I don't know, like literally every single song. And also I think features fit perfectly as well. Like one day, actually, I was just like, it's one of the first times I was happy with one day, but past that many months. Because, <laughs> bro, like when I saw one day, they almost skipped the song. So. Are you serious? Because you like that. Because one day is one of my faves. Yeah. But you can't be... Yeah, and they are dropping. No, but he never does badly on features, though. Like, yes, that's so. the thing. But still, he had been annoying me. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I know you're in that Umbrella Nas Boy song. <laughs> like, it was not I bad. mean, it's, it's not bad, actually. Yeah. I can't lie. So maybe he's trying to up himself small. <laughs> that one is based on PR promotions and everything. <laughs> because that P was by force. Yeah. <laughs> before, I I, before I actually listened to that song, I, I basically knew the lyrics, like every Same. single thing, because I had seen it everywhere. It's such a fun song, though. I'm not going to pretend. It's no, fun as right. hell. It's mad. I can't lie. But 
Yeah, every single song, like Ululfa Diamonds, Energy, I don't know. I can literally listen to the EP from the beginning to the end, just based off of that mood. I feel like it's when I'm driving in my car, where, when I'm trying to chill and stuff like that. And it works for what he, I believe he wanted to do. So I think not everyone would like it, but still, it's Sandman too. Like, again, if you had one, nobody should be shocked as to what he brought out with two because it's literally the same line. And like, the biggest song in Soundman 1 was Jam. The vibe of Jam basically gives what he gave us for um, S2. So I had no complaints with that. I just wanted to start with Whiskey because I wanted to get that out of the way. My actual song of the month, let me say of the whole month, is um, Ego by Chike Amobad. Music don't need permission to enter a spirit. Anyway, anyhow, you know, say you go feel me. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm obsessed with that song. I've been listening to it for the past month, literally. And it gives that South African Amapiano vibe, the actual South African Amapiano vibe without being that long. And when you look at the lyrics and what the song was like, because the music doesn't need permission to enter your spirit. Anyway, anyhow, you feel it. Like, that's how the song is. Literally, what he said basically just describes the vibe of that whole song. Because Chiki and Mubad said the same thing. Like, they literally had... They, there were basically no other lyrics apart from that. Just vibe to the song, vibe to this. And it was such a good vibe. And, of course, we all know with everything that happened with Mubad as well, that even made it, like, extra special as well. And you're just like, bro, like, this brother is so talented. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did we get here? But honestly, that song... 100%. Like, for me, there's not there was nothing close. I came to it, like, in December, personally, when um, I'm talking about releases. So, yeah, that one, personal, it do, it do enter my chest. And I feel <laughs> like I've listened to it every single day since it came out because the vibe is that mad. Yeah. Also, shout out to Kiss Daniels. Um, Kiss Daniel, rather. Um, Twe Twe and... and <laughs> Kiss, Kiss Daniels. Do you guys S, really like that song? Twe Twe? Mm-hmm. I like it. I think or it's a good vibe. like... Did the song grow on you? I mean, that's every Kiss Daniel song. That's 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 Kiss Daniel. That's the thing. Okay. That album of no bad songs. I feel like that's almost his persona because if you, li- I I personally believe if you listen to any Kiss Daniel sing- song long enough, mm-hmm. you're going to like it. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Sure. <laughs> I'm waiting like, for yeah, when I, I would think, like it. I think you have a... No, 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 I'm just waiting for when I would like it because I think the time has not come for me yet <laughs> to like that song. You don't have any of the... None of them. Both songs. That's too None too busy them. to be bare on Twitter. None of them. Interesting. For that some reason, like and I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the tweet. I don't know if it's because of that. It was too random. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah. What you get? You done? Uh, last one, just a shout out to Fino and Bonaboy as well. I mean, once I saw the remix, I was like, yeah, Bonaboy is going to kill this. So yeah. it was needed. So yeah, definitely shout out to um, Fino and Bonaboy as well. Yeah, those are my picks. Yeah, no. Um, so I'll go into mine. Yeah, so I'll just talk about S2. Um, Bola was very complimentary. And when he was talking about all the... It was, when he was giving it blood, it's me. I was worried because I'm like, I don't know that I have the same opinions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let, let, let's get them out. So my my overarching opinion about overarching opinion about WizKids S2 is that it is, it's too safe. It's too safe. And because it's too safe, I thought it was boring. Um, 
and I'm, I have my my biggest like dilemma now with Wiz. And I remember we spoke about um, I can't remember what release he put out back in the day, but I remember everybody was kind of like, "Oh, these guys been in the game for a minute." I think by my last count, it was what like 16, 15 years because Wiz first appearance of Wiz was Fast Money, Fast Cars, and I think Talk About It came out in two thousand and eight. So it's been a while, fifteen years. Guys probably tired. He's chilling. He has money. Like the hunger might not be there, but it's just. I'm I'm kind of tired of the made in Lagos sound. You know, when it first dropped, when it came with with um Soundman and we had electric and jam and those types of things. Even jam, I think, isn't like when you spoke about jam, I was like, I don't know that jam is conventional whiskey. Because the whiskey that I think about is that P2J whiskey, right? Where it's like there's a bass, there's chords, and it's just the same, she tell me say type vibe, right? Um But with Soundman, it was like oh S2, it was just like the needle did not move at all. And I, my, my biggest dilemma now is I can't decide if him just staying with this sound that he has and fine-tuning it is a good thing or it's like, am I allowed to expect that WizKid will have music that feels exciting again? Because what I felt like with the last two projects, so S2 and um, More Love, Less Ego, he kind of just gives me like lounge singer vibes, right? So you're in a lounge, the person is singing, you're not particularly paying attention to what they're doing. Every now and again, maybe they have one thing that catches your attention. But with that kind of music, the atmosphere is the main attraction as opposed to the music in itself. So it's the fact that you're drunk, you're having a good time, you're talking to your guys, everybody's vibing. That's the real attraction. And then the music just kind of helps to add to it. It's an add-on. Or like you speaking about even driving, right? It's like it's nice when you drive and something like that is playing in the background, but you're not really giving it your full attention. You're just vibing to it passively. So that that's kind of my issue with S2. It's just like, I, I feel like Wiz hasn't made actual compelling music in a really long time. And it's just cause, man, it's like he's, he's the same tricks. It's like a magician whose favorite trick is like you bring a rabbit out of your hat and it's like, okay, the first time it's amazing. Like, oh my God, but you've seen it now. So the next time he does this, it's like, okay, like I know you can't pull a rabbit out of your hat. What else can you do? That's how I feel about S2. That being said, I don't think the music is bad because like even with the last time we did a WizKid review, I think it's impossible for him to make bad music at this point. He just has too much talent. He's exposed to too much, too many good producers around him or whatever. But it's just, will it be compelling? And I don't know for a fact that it will. You want to say something? So if I was just going to say, I felt like if it wasn't Wiz, it would, shall I say, enter more. I think just because it's Wiz and he's done this with one, if I recall correctly, even with um, Soundman 1, what you're saying now, that was the general consensus for that um um, EP as general well. consensus that was lounge music it's just very boring people call that I feel like people call Soundman one boring as well ah, I, with Soundman I, I think Soundman moved the needle of music right so it was his tester projects like my his AB to AB testing projects where it's like okay I'm about to give you these give these guys a full length in Made in Lagos that has this sound that they're probably not used to a sound that he started on sounds from the other side but kind of refined right so, I don't think about Electric. Electric, in my opinion, is one of WizKid's best songs ever, right? No, hmm. ever. Hmm? Damn. Ever. It might Did be my favorite. ever? Yes. Oh. It After might... all ever. the decades gone yeah. by, yes. ever. I think that's my favorite WizKid song of all time. Okay, well, hey, say it like that. And no, it's a personal thing. And hey, I think hey, it hey, is one of... But it's also... No, but it's also one of his best songs. Uh, well, hey, no, no, you're speaking English, like, correctly. One of his best songs. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, hey. I, I can't outright say it's his best song ever because it's his... <sighs> 
but discography is crazy, but it's my personal favorite. Okay, um, fantastic. Now <laughs> the world can be at <laughs> But I do think I do think he moved the needle with that project, whereas he just kind of has been comfortable in that space for the last three releases that he's put mm-hmm. out. And I cannot decide if that's a good thing or not. Me personally, just because I, I like when artists push the envelope. Like I was listening to, I told them on the way here. Mm-hmm. And the intro on that project um it came up and it was really fire and then i think giza came up after that just because i was playing it on shuffle and those are two songs that i can say that i didn't hear from burnout prior right and it's sad that we always had to bring burnout but like it's just like this guy that revolves over the podcast um but i think it's 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 just I, i'm wondering if Wizkid is capable of surprising us anymore and i don't know that that's the case but we'll see all in all, I don't think it's bad music. At the end of the day, every song on the project is music I wouldn't turn off if it came on. It's just, it doesn't excite me anymore. So that's my S2 review. Now, outside of that, um, I want to give credit to Kids Dana with Twe Twe. I know we kind of spoke about that already. I really like that song. <laughs> I really like that song. It's fun. It's fun. That's what the word is like. It's just fun. And Kizanio at this point is one of my guilty pleasures. I'm willing to accept it. Like, and just the beats, the beats as well, with the way it starts, the the lines are funny. Thirty plus in you speaking. I know for sure, for sure. No, one thousand percent. One thousand. Everybody has to get to that stage where Kizanio feels like you know, like the greatest artist in the world. But I really enjoy that music. Um, or that song rather. And then also, Baby Boy Av's Coupe. This year, I really, really want to see like reversions back to classic Afropop. We've done a lot, a lot of Ama Piano. And I'm just, let's give the log drums a break. Let's give the log drums a break. There's so many other things that people can do. Like this Coupe song reminds me of like classic techno, you know, just that classic Afropop sound. And I wish people would bring that back in 2024. Um, there was also Azanti and Psycho YP's Claire Road, which was kind of like Azanti doing his Charlie Poppy impression. It's a very interesting song. Um, I don't hate it. I think it's a decent song. And it's just nice that he's actually trying to branch out and connect um, with wider audiences as opposed to like, you know, his usual trap trap in the bando um, type music. So yeah, those would be my standouts for the week. Oh no, Jules' project as well. Um, even though like, I think I finally go into a place where it's like, okay, Jules, like I, I need something new. Because by, back in the day, if you had asked me like with Jules' sound, um, how I felt about it, I think anything he would have put out would have been fine because I, I kind of live in the space that his music exists in. But this project was kind of repetitive. A little, and it's an instrumental project, so there's no vocals on it. But yeah, I think I'm ready for a refresh as far as Jules is concerned. Having said that, it is still good music because Jules is incapable of making bad music. But yeah, that was like, you know, my two cents on all the little things that came out this week. Twins came out in December, rather. I'm going to confess that I didn't listen to the whole of the um, S2 project. You're too busy doing more your 20k. <laughs> no, and that's not it. it. No, I no, catch no, on okay. to Wiz very slowly because I'm not... Um, However, I did enjoy no, um, no, 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 no. Stop it. I feel like I want a DJ to do like a disco version of the song. Um... <laughs> And so that I can hear what it, what it will sound like. I also liked IDK Zlatan because of the Zlatan hype on it's like that that is an amazing 
feature is there i call grass to grace story wait sorry can i interrupt you You've listened to two jams on the project. There's only what? two jams left. There's how did you, how did yeah, you finish yeah, it? Now, I've not listened to... I've not touched any of the others. Oh, so you didn't consciously listen I didn't to listen, it? I didn't listen to the project as a project. I li- listened to them as standalones. Fair enough. I wasn't trying to listen to the project. Fair enough. But after hearing you were Lolo Lufe, my darling, I just had to... <laughs> I had heard it everywhere, so I just had to step into it. Fair. I listened to that one alone. Then Spotify has logged me out of my account, so I've been forced yeah. to listen on... Um, free mode, please fix up and help me at my card. I'm begging you, I'm tired. <laughs> okay, so I had to, then I stumbled on IDK with Zlatan and I just love you so much for Zlatan. Started out as like, as rough as any street hop artist would be and he has made his way up, cleaned up his brand, cleaned up himself and he's here now and has a joint with Wiz and I only hope for him that it's a prelude to bigger, bigger um, collaborations. So those are, those are the two songs I've listened to. I enjoyed the little film more than IDK. I'm sorry. Um, I also listened to Fino, um, Fino's Do I, the remix with Burner Boy, and I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, I enjoyed this, is I enjoyed it. <laughs> the song was already a good song, like alone. I yeah. think we, we already enjoyed it, uh, minus the remix. But Burner on it just escalated it. I'm waiting for like the public acclaim of of the song. Yeah, but I think it's feeling a little private now. I don't know. That's yeah. It, it, it didn't catch on as as much as I thought it was. I think probably with the video because he literally just brought out the um, normal video like two three weeks oh, like ago yeah, or four weeks ago. Oh. So they don't have. I think when the video comes out, then did they shoot a video? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they do. Yeah, so I, I think when 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 they're ready with promotions, maybe yeah. then it will catch on proper. But I liked it a lot. But they're playing it outside, like it's actually being played. Yeah, that's why did I mark? <laughs> oh right, right, <laughs> right. You're right. No, no, no. You hear it outside. Don't <laughs> you're worry right. about it. You're right. Um, kid had an existing single, Mary, but then the remix with Charlie Poppy. You have to know how much I love Charlie Poppy. It's a bias. I spoke on all my biases from last year. I'm going into 2024 strong with um, Charlie Poppy. And you have to know that more than half of my income is going as savings to purchase jewelry to propose to him before the end of the year. I'm sorry. It's the things that we do for love. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So I, I like the song. It's I feel like it's mid. But it's 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 kid. He's that TikTok guy. <laughs> Whoa, let's yeah. entice. Yes, please. Actually, honestly, that, I feel like he's that he's that TikTok guy. Then everyone everyone it blows up on TikTok and then he comes to real life and then does a little bit of sizzling and then we just live with it. Jiggers, I don't I don't think the, the song was anything spectacular. I think it was poorly timed. I agree with you. Maybe that is it. Maybe that is it. But believe me. I like the guy. I, you know, anytime I see him, I remember what Sharon said to us about him looking hey, like a peacemaker. Hey. <laughs> Who's Shally? <laughs> Shally? Cut the cam. No, kid. Cut the cam. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I see him with his bag, and now he has, he has, 
Has he always had those dreads? I don't even know. Bro, now he, he brings his dress down and puts a beanie yes. on top. <laughs> <laughs> so since, since, since Sharon said it, anytime I see him, and I saw him a lot of times in December, I'm like, shit, I see it. I see it. Sometimes you wear baggy shorts and then long socks and those big, big... I wish this was super era. <laughs> Bro. So you think his styling could use some work? No, he should leave it like that. He <laughs> <laughs> should leave it like that. But I mean, um, it's an okay song. It'll grow, it'll grow on you if you are and if you are doing something, you won't want to change it. Yeah. It gets not if it's cringe. I don't change them there, but it's okay. You should change it. I did change them. I think it's the it's the content of the music that is chasing. Maybe it's true because you know what? You know. Yes, like when will you marry? So is they they took you? You got changed. That's your problem, not the quality of. Is it not you that's buying ring? I, I understand. That's what that's what affects my son. Very affect good. <laughs> Leave me before you go and say I'm bullying you now. <laughs> um, up next, I also enjoy too busy to be bay because. Is your life? It's my <laughs> life. <laughs> it's my life. The time I heard is I was I was with my box in front of a mirror. You know how I am with mirror selfies, and like I was like, okay, this has to be the song. You know, I don't know if this happens to you. If you want to post on your Insta story and then you're looking for a song to fit the situation, my usually I usually search by like the situation by like any song that has busy, any <laughs> song that has unavailable <laughs> like i'll use it to sort to find the song so it's maybe a song i've never heard before but it fits the, if it fits the content context i will use it so i now use too busy to be because there was also one guy that asked me say come over so i say, i say no so i now the following morning i was now when i found out about the song so i just did <laughs> Too busy. I ain't got time. <laughs> no, but that's different. That one, they said too busy to be big. That one, it sounds like... It's true to the situation now. And I also sort of like the song. I don't think I've played it too many times since then. And I don't think Keys himself has performed it a lot this December. I didn't... Did he have that many shows this December? No, but like he did... He had a few appearances at like the Lagos Countdown show. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was there... I don't think he performed it. But that's too much to perform. I can't even like too many years, man. Right. The Twitter song, I heard it just once. Um, we're in an Uber, my friends and I, and then one of the girls just goes, oh, please play Twitter. And the song came on, and I'm like... Yeah, that face is very accurate. I wish you guys could see. Second, your body, Twitter. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> but I mean, that's who Kizzy is, like, catchy something so that you just find yourself saying it. Yeah. You can just be doing something and you just catch yourself saying Twitter. Right. Twitter. 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 And you are like, what? Well, let me tell you what the, the, the clincher for that song is for me. It's the intro, those drums. Mm. Those drums, blaze beats, my goodness. Yeah. Like, that's part of me that just really gets me at the end of the day. I, I don't always listen the whole way through. But when the drums come in, I get super excited. Mm. about saying Intro and yeah. outro, sir. He give us outro as they were going to. He <laughs> give us a bit. So he said, let's just get the drum to Like, kids, kids knows what works for him. Yeah. It's just that he's not recycling the beats, but it's the template that he's recycling. That catchy phrase, catchy um, instruments. Yeah. That's, that's keys. I can't oh, like easy doam. So I have uh, a question. Yeah. So why can why can you guys not we? <laughs> why can you guys accept keys being this way, but then it's problematic for like whiskey? He said, I think because it's not recycled sound. 
the songs don't particularly sound the same. For it's kids? just yeah. Mm, sometimes they sometimes do. They do. I think it's the templates that's too similar that's becoming familiar for us. With the writing, like how the songs are written. Yes, yeah. yes. I agree it's with not. That. This, I don't think it's the sound like. For some of these other people, you know that ah, this is the same. No, no not now. some of these other people. Wiz Kid. Me specifically, Wiz. The reason Wiz why Kid. I feel that way about Wiz mm-hmm. is because he's in a privileged position, right? Like he has as many eyes on him as you can imagine. He also is like, like his name is Popsy now. Like if, if you're Popsy, like sets the templates for, for the children that come after you. And mm-hmm. with, with Wiz's music, I don't think that, okay, I'll put it this way as well. It's also because of the, the, the terrain. So Rema, for example, right, who is one mm-hmm. of the new guys, newer yeah. guys, he went up a level on his latest project, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is I don't think it's it's ridiculous to expect artists to just keep upping their artistry. I think Wiz's music is is too comfortable at this point. Like it's just it's and, and for him it's like you're also in a market where if, okay, I know they said they don't want to do big three again or Brenna spoke about no one to do big three, but like these guys are the flag bearers of Afrobeats. Yeah. Right. So in my opinion, you guys should be leading from the front. And at the end of the day, like we can't really say that we expect Wiz, you know, to do any one like style or another. Like it's it's his prerogative to decide on that. But it's it would be nice if his music was still exciting because he's he has everything at his disposal. He has the budgets. Any producer would die to work with Wiz, and he has just decided that this is where he wants to keep his sound. It's it's frustrating to me. Okay, so that's what sets him apart from Kiz Daniel. Yeah, like Kiz, you don't really sound is bro. Kiz, Kiz, same. Yes, <laughs> so I think there's a different standard as well. Like mm-hmm. as yeah. said, there's literally you can't. I don't think we can say, oh yeah, you judge Kiz the way you judge Wiz. But that being said, I also feel like he has. Hence that right to be that comfortable, I can't really lie. Because we've spoken on this pod as well about Olamde being comfortable and him earning that right. Mm-hmm. But then when we speak about Whiskey, they say, oh. And again, there's still a different level. You're not going to judge Olamde the same way you judge Whiskey. But, mm-hmm. bro, come on. Like, if you... Kind of they're pouring drink in my cup. <laughs> so anything, anything you people should hear after this, just take it because, hmm. <laughs> no, but literally, um, I felt like with Whiskey, is very, he's on that right. Like, okay, safe. And wait, so wait, you are on, what side are you on? If you're on, saying Whiskey has earned the right, so he has earned the right to be what Ayodeji says he is, but yes, he hates. Yes. Because but you he was, think he has he, not he said that, that he, right? No, he, should. he has. He definitely has. You just expect more. I'm just a fan. Okay. I'm just a fan. Like I, I get I, that. And as a fan, I want you to try. Like I would love if you tried things. Bernard didn't have to do the Giza thing that he did yeah. when he basically just became Shady Vibes for a second. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Now. Like he, he just <laughs> went straight to so Shady Vibes' world, and he delivered. And I guess maybe it's a little unfair because he, he's like has been versatile for as long as we can remember. Like yeah. this isn't like new to him, but that way ensures that the music is exciting. For because for me it's like I would like if artists could find that intersection between novelty and um and also something that fits with like their general style. Like so, I, it's not that I want Wiz to go complete left and do something that's wild, but it's just yeah. like mix it up a little bit more. Like even on on um. More, more love, less ego. When I think about that project, there's a song called um, "Flower Pads," which actually saw him kind of even just test out like a new style. So he was whispering on the record. He was doing things that maybe I haven't heard before. Like just more of that, okay. more of that. I don't want to be able to 
it, you drop a six track project and I can tell you exactly what song every song sounds like that. That's just it's tiring. Yeah, sucks to be whiskey. I promise you, that brother is chilling. He's vibing. He's, he's literally vibing. It's okay. Don't worry. Anyway, another song that I enjoyed is Chike and um, Mubad's Egu. First time I heard the song was in last week, August. Um, Mubad played it to me when we we're going to. Did I cut you off? No, no, no. I, when you said August, I forgot that you you do have a background. Well, of course. You know, of course. But you tweeted about that song ages so ago. I, I'm telling you. Fair enough. I you know that feeling <laughs> where. You know when when people just tweet a random line, and I wanna this so out of context. You don't know that they've heard the song that people will hear next year. So, M20. but I didn't tweet a, I didn't tweet a lyric or I didn't tweet anything out of the song. I just said to the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just, um, he played he played it to me when we uh, that was like his last interview. Um, so we're headed to CTFM and then. He just he he remembered that he had seen me on Chike's WhatsApp status from Chike's um Trace Live the Friday before the Thursday before. So this was Friday, we're headed there. And then he plays the song and I'm like, How did you even know you should link up with Chink with Chiki? How did you know that you and how did you people know that it, you people's joints together can have sense? Yeah. Like Chike is on the other side of the divide, like is Igbo, is this other genre, he's like, I Love didn't boy, think that clean. either of them could think that they could link and do a thing. Don't be I ain't being tribalistic. <laughs> excuse. I'm not being tribalistic. Excuse me. I think people know what you're trying to Actually, say. I actually want to ask you. All right, but just in case, the devil should plant this. And as if you know, because uh-huh. I feel like. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It's one of them that came up with those lyrics. Uh-huh. And I believe it's more bad. Uh-huh. But do you have that... Who came up with the lyric? Because they said the same thing. I ain't there. Ah, Possible answer be annoyed. the question don't is there. <laughs> so I don't know. We just have to enjoy the music and live with the suspense. Let, let's enter our spirit. Yeah, yeah let's enter our spirit. I love it. So I heard the song and I liked the intro, but I'm not going to lie. Since the music dropped, I can't listen to it past that. The modernization, funny pressure, then that chance that they did over. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has played a few times where I am, but I cannot register it past that. I'm so sorry. I think I've spoken before about how like my consumption of his music has Don't declined know. ever yeah. since. But I know that the song is and Chike has put his all in promoting the song. Um I worked at a Chike show in December and like that was the song that he used for all promotional content. G follow. And I feel like that that says a lot about him where it's a feature 
not him alone, not not a solo. Yeah, yeah. You do solo for no, your girlfriend. Go for it, don't worry. <laughs> so um yeah that was that was amazing so I, I enjoyed the song when I listened to his first fed and I've been enjoying that intro part of his Mobadu Mobadu someone who carry immunization on his head. Sha 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 I enjoyed the music. Um for Brazil I think I haven't been consuming projects very well. Um maybe I'm just not a project babe. I don't think there's any project that I have followed through like that. But for Brazy I enjoyed OMG. I enjoy people who or talents art, artists who release music that's very out of the norm yeah that's why i was drawn to scent in the beginning speaking of which what happened with that situation i, feel I think like it's need... a force of it's acceptance like there's too many people saying oh why does it sound like this g follow i think that's something that happened with Seth. well he's off ybnl as well so i'm just wondering what was the plan he's off ybnl yeah like all his newest music doesn't carry the YBNL tag in the copyrights. That's crazy. So it's like, what was the what was the point? And producer, have, can we have sent on the pod <laughs> to ask him? <laughs> to ask him one or two. <laughs> All right. Because I don't know how he's going to recover the little momentum that he had being off know. of YBNL, off of Empire. Anyways, I honestly I don't know. May Godzilla take note too. Crying. It's going to be a big year for that guy. But yeah, that's that's oh for real. Like make or break is what I mean. Like it's going to be oh, make right, or break right, year for Godzilla. Right. So that, that's something that that attracted me to Seth. Um, the difference in the sound. I like people that go out of their way and dare to release the music. You know, there's some things that you can cook up in the studio and be like, damn, that's a kini, that's a that's something that's a jam. But some of this music, you stay and just jam it with your friends forever. You yeah. never see the light of day. But for you to make that decision for it to come out, I know that in the beginning of like Brazy's career, like mid last year or early last year, like when the music, what was the song, Brazy? I think the song. Atom. Yeah, yeah. When 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 the song dropped, there was a lot of con- there was a lot of conversation around. Oh, I'm more. She be trust fund baby. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. She's not banking on like recouping funds <laughs> or all of that. But she has proven to be resilient through the whole process. She's performed at shows internationally and home-based and i don't know i just i just like to see it and the music will grow on you if that's like your cup of tea if you yeah. don't it will grow on you and then you find that you're actually a fan because i enjoy her music Same. a lot i just haven't gone down into the project because i it's me it's not you it's, uh, it's me <laughs> but lucky lucky you have because all these songs are the songs in on the, the projects can you now see so she's a smart babe can you put them out like they are like, singles like, and, they're then... very, and they're very intentional as well not to even cut you off because I know like her manager as well and I know the work that you know manager everything <laughs> yes I can reconsider our friendship <laughs> wow <laughs> anyway, Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I know they're very intentional about everything mm-hmm. they do and everything they bring out, every single song as well. So isn't TZ your manager? Uh, you know this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. Leg day, leg day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Brace is awesome. So you guys, if if there's anyone who likes to feel fancy, maybe like you, like me, when I was younger, 
I don't know. I mean, I probably should not be saying this, but no, I think all of us did this. Joke, I can say it. You know, like when you pour a drink inside a glass, whether it's even water or anything that looks like any amber-colored <laughs> liquid that you pour it in a glass when your parents are not around. The way you feel fancy, like mm-hmm. yes, yeah, cheers. <laughs> There's something I used to do and to replicate vodka. If they ask me to wash the plates. I will now fill it with soapy water and let the foam be plenty on top and think that I'm chopping life. <laughs> if you like to feel fancy, if you like to feel posh and all of that, you should listen like you're to Brazen. down the runway. Exactly. You should feel like, if you want to feel more character energy in your life, yeah. you can you can listen to Brazy. Afro sexy. Afro sexy. There's one song that's not on our list. It's not a song, Sha. It's a hype chant. That's one of my most enjoyed music from December. Italawa, Moyo Baby, Italawa, Itan S, Italawa, Low Hashtag, Italawa, Itan S for Italawa. Babala, Italawa, Majala, Italawa, Majala, Italawa, Majala. Let's go. So there's actually something I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, did you know that? Oh, you probably did. You guys have music. Um, so Rolling Stone puts out a list of the top 500 greatest albums of all time. I think it's something they do yearly, and then they update it based on whatever new projects they feel like needs to make the cut. Um, and they put two, th- uh, three Nigerian albums on there, actually. Um, so at 465, they had The Best of the Classic Years by King Sonny Ade. Um, 402, they had Expensive Shits by Footfella. It's actually so crazy that he called his album that, but it's all good. Um, and then <laughs> 330, they had African Giants by Bernard Bly. Now there's two things. No, do you want to say something? Speak, speak okay. mind, now, there's two things that I want to go off of with this um conversation that we're having. One, um, as far as like African Giants is concerned, do you feel like that's the Burner album that should be on the list? Because left to me, I think there's another album that's competing for it that I'll get to in a second. Number one. Number two, between all four of us, what is an album that you feel like deserves to make the list as from like a Nigerian perspective, whether it's like um, the, the musicality of it or the context that it was in, but was it like a, a project that shifted, you know, the zeitgeist or things like that. So yeah, that, those are the two things that I really want to get from you. And it's also like a personal agenda because I have a, a, a twice as tall agenda that I'm trying to push, but let's see what you guys feel. As far as like Bernard, do you think that this would be the project um, that you guys would have on the 500 greatest albums of all time list. Thank you very much. I'm going to steal the mic from you now. <laughs> God bless you for your You're welcome. updates. Yeah. Okay. So first, the first thing I want to say is just, I don't think this is really anything to, and I get to Afrobeats in the world, we're going somewhere, but I don't think this is really anything to celebrate in a sense because, okay, yeah, top 500, they, and you guys can't see, but I'm doing air quotes, give us three albums we literally just went and said, okay, what fella album can we put there? What King Sonny <laughs> album can we put there? And I mean, to be what? sorry, don't call you off. To be fair, if you were going to put a fella album on the list, it would be this one. Oh, no, that's fine. No, of course, that's what I'm saying. Because they were like, okay, we have to put fella there. Yeah. We have to put King Sonny there. Let's get the past. And let's also now bring one from here. So what can we put? Okay, maybe African jazz. I don't think there was really any, shall I say, thought to it in the sense that for them... It's just different because the way we would consume it is different from the way they would consume it as well. So I think it's now different for us because if we were to put top 500, we would probably have like 300 Afrobeats albums there. <laughs> like, so um, I think it's just very different. But again, I don't really have any qualms with African Giant being there. Okay. I also won't have had any qualms with um, Twice Our Store being there as well. 
just because I know what this is. I know this is just okay. Yeah, we just want to represent in quotes Afrobeats and let's see what albums we can put in there. Even yeah. the numbers they're putting, but the highest one was three hundred and something. Like, come on, like, are we are we being serious? Like. Come on. But apart from that, okay, it might be like a world reach and everything. Maybe like um, Afrobeats just started going to the world now. So why are we now skipping a whole generation and going back to, let's even say, of course, it's called with an S. So let's say Afrobeats without an S. Kesi, <laughs> Fela, and Code. Like, okay, let's get those people that were almost like the pioneers, basically. And then let's now get the one that was here. They, they skipped a whole generation. Yeah. My brother, there's no. Let me give an example. Whiskey Superstar. Mm-hmm. And again, because that wasn't exactly to the world, that's why for me, it's just very flimsy because, okay, yeah. Let's get part where they were going to... For me, they have to pick one. I feel like if they wanted to do when Afrobeats came to the world, they should just pick Burner. Okay. But if they're going to pick Burner, they're going to go and pick King Sonia Day and um, what you can fella. Do you know how many years they skipped? Yeah, I hear that. And the albums that were there as well. So so if you were going to, because that's one of the questions that I want everyone to answer. If you're going to stick a project, I guess, from Nigeria, it doesn't have to necessarily be Afrobeats. It could just mm-hmm. it could be Lagbaja if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, what project is, would Superstar, for I'll example? I'll stick to Superstar and Mushin Tumuet. So those would be the I'll projects that you'd make for them. all time. Yeah. Fair I'll enough. Both of them, man. Definitely. So Sharon, yeah, like, what do you think? Okay, so um, in the past, say like 2018 to no 2016 to 2021 i used to have a very um strong agenda against the west that's how i used to put it (laughs) okay and then things became worse when i took one course like this and the course was on africanism so that course really made me um I don't know if I'll say upset and angry at how um, foreigners often portray the things that, or try to portray our own life, right? So for me, if there's something that I've observed now, other people might feel differently about it, and that's fine, is that a lot of people supporting and buying into the whole fella movement don't even know what it is about. It just feels like, okay, these people seem to have chosen this human being. So we too, let's choose this human being. <laughs> now, there's another strong... Um, there's another strong debatable topic on why Fela should even always be in these conversations. But I think we'll end up tearing our shirts here <laughs> if we start. So let me now start. Because even the listeners too, they will come here and tear our shirts for us. I'm on that observation. So let's not start. But hmm. just know Heresy that there is something there that me too, I don't get from now to tomorrow. Okay. Air quotes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel like if they really actually did their homework, they would see that they shouldn't only have given us less than five. I'll call it less than five because I'm trying to keep the number small. We should have gotten at least, um, if it's too bad, maybe 10 spots. Okay. I feel like Nigerian music as a whole has done a lot more and has had a lot more impact on not just Lagos, Nigeria, but on other parts of um, Africa and also other parts of the world. 
that it should have um, had more impact or more um, visibility in the list. And now, while Bonaboy's album, um, people would say, was a fantastic, great album, um, for some reason, now this is me, obviously, for some reason, it just seems like, um, it just seems like really good and expensive PR because sometimes you see people, um, if you are very familiar with the world of editorial, sometimes you, they are really just in a room talking. It's not like anybody's over looking at exactly why this thing should make it here. Yeah, like that somebody put it out there because we can't even look at the metrics of Bonaboy's album in that time because it was not the same. Because now you're going to consider streaming. Mm -hmm. Streaming was not a thing back then. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to use whatever it was in a given time to determine that this was a great album. So for Bonaboy's album to top um, more than, I don't know, more than 150 albums. I don't even know if we're keeping track. Albums that have come out mm-hmm. is somehow. Why I can accept Felazun is that, again, they've chosen Music Messiah <laughs> and it happens to be him. I so, mean, okay. To be fair, to be fair. To be fair to you now. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. That's, that's, fair. that's not my fair. You know, finish. I say all of us who fight yeah, and yeah, tear yeah, shirts. So, yeah. But if, um, based on my own picks, if I were to add extra albums to the list, I personally, maybe because, like I said, that's part of my own Nigerian music um, entry points, I would add Two Faces album. Okay. Which one? Um, Grass to Grace. I would add Two Faces album to the list because... Um, I don't even know. A lot of music, not just Two Faces album, but let me just use that one as a point of contact. A lot of music in that era was like the first time we were hearing music of that kind. Because a lot of, and prior to that time, most of the music that came out sounded more like Fela's style of music. It sounded more like live band, instrumental. It sounded more traditional in a sense. But from the time we got into the Two-Face era, the, um, the, band, the band and co era, the music started sounding like the music that has been a lot refined to what we have now, yeah. which is why I would add them. Because if we want to put it based on cultural impact and all, they were the beginners of this new music we're hearing now. Fela is not singing the music that Bonaboy is singing now. He didn't yeah. even, they were not operating in the same genre or in the same... Um, scope. I don't even know how to put it. Yeah. Fela was singing more. I don't. Fat. <laughs> Love and light, man. <laughs> but yeah, I would add that album. I feel like another album that I, Sharon, would add <laughs> <laughs> would be Mr. President. <laughs> Who's that boy? Africa, Africa China. China. I thought that's what it was. I thought that was. But yes, because I put it to you that Africa China's music was my first. Um, Entry into conscious music. I consider his music conscious music. That's activism music. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I really do not know the metrics they used. I yeah. don't know anything about that. I don't know if just a group of people that came together and chose their favorite albums and just moved on. But I feel like everything else aside, they should have given us more slots on the list, especially if it was going to be a global type thing. Yeah. If not, they would have just made it based on continents. 
let all of us be happy. Yeah. So that's my own. In this day and age, we thought Afrobeat is you can't. That's 503. Come on. Let's let's have five. One current person. And five is separating it in fives. Somehow. As far as as, um, music that I say would get the typical, maybe like critical acclaim. Yeah. I could see why these albums are on the list because, like, these are the guys who cross the borders, yeah. right? So, Sonia Adi cross borders, Fela cross borders. Also, with Fela as well, it's also the fact that he invented a genre, you know, yeah. which is yeah. something that I feel like hasn't... I don't think anybody can lay claim to having invented a genre since Fela, as far as, like, Nigerian music is concerned. Yeah. Um, but my agenda, the agenda that I wanted to get to for twice <laughs> as told, because that's part of the reason I set up this conversation. Is that the album you want to swap for African Giants? Yes, that's the burner album that I would put in there. Because okay, it, you add, not swap it. I'll swap it. Okay, you probably will put both. I'll put it both. I'll put both. Maybe have okay. twice as tall higher. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I think African Giants is kind of like the easy choice, where it's yeah. like, yeah, like for for burners to discover, it's it's lazy because it's it's. It's the album with all the hits, for one. Mm-hmm. But I think my biggest knock against it is that I don't feel like it's tight as an album as far as, like, fitting. And it's just with context, right? So it was it was an album that he... He had an album that he wanted to create first, right? And then he scrapped it. Mm-hmm. As this is, like, documented. He scrapped it. And then based on the whole Coachella thing as well, that kind of led into the new African Giants album that he created with KLP. Um, so for me already, that's kind of like, okay, this album in a sense wasn't this thing that went out with all the intentionality that could have gone into it because I kind of think about how, I mean, Bono, for example, right? Bono was out forever. On the Low was out forever. Like all the singles from that record, or not all the singles, most of the singles from that record had come out before. And then they now got sandwiched in between like, you know, these these other songs that had narratives behind them where it's like, oh, we're talking about Unilever and like all the different, I guess, like colonialism and things like that. So for me, that was always my knock on it. I didn't feel like he went into the project initially feeling like it was going to be this, you know, this grand um, project of like Pan-Africanism and things like that. Whereas with Twice As Tall, I think... That album is tight is his tightest um record sonically, yeah. them- thematically. Um I also think he pushed the envelope more on that project than any other record that he has. Like I think about the intro with Yusun Door, I think about um Bank on It, the outro with the choir, and just several different elements that people feel like, oh, he's Grammy chasing. And it's like, yeah, even if he's Grammy chasing, in my opinion, he executed. He executed. Like, and when you even say Grammy chasing as well, um, I think about songs like Womba Lomba from way back when that songs like Wonderful sound like because people are like, oh, he wouldn't ordinarily do music like this. He's trying to appeal um, to the Western palette. And that's just not true. I don't think that's true at all. Bernard has had that versatility um, forever. He has been a student of Angelique Kijo forever. Womba Lomba <laughs> is a direct sample of an Angelique Kijo song. So it wasn't anything particularly new. So that's part of the reason I feel like twice as tall. And also with the Grammy... That, the, that being the album that won the Grammy as well. I mean, yeah, the Grammys aren't like the be-all, end-all of, you know, what should be validated in our music. We shouldn't seek out Western validation, but it means something, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I just really think it's a great album. Like I said, thematically, it's his most tight album, whereas African Giants, I feel like, was just like a mishmash, especially at the time. Um, I feel like artists, being the Afrobeats to the world is kind of taking off. Afro, artists were under that pressure to kind of have 
um, songs that add to the overall streams of the project, right? So like even with David Doe, for example, where he dropped a good time, you had songs that he had had forever, Assurance, If, Fall, you know, um, that he just kind of sandwiched in between and maybe didn't always fit with the overall theme of the album. Yeah, Jiggy, everyone does it too, as in not just in Nige, but no, it's a, it's a like, thing. It's a thing. But I think thing. I think we suffer from less pressure to do that now. Fair enough. Like with Twice as Tall, for example, there were no singles released before the album came out, right? Um, so in that way, I just feel like this was his, and I've had this argument on Twitter before. I feel like Twice as Tall was his T-Pab. Right, just like the ultimate critically acclaimed album, where it's like you like it or you don't. And the difference between that and African Giants, the African Giants has all the hits. It's like you go back to that and it's more easy to digest. And then another slight knock that I have on African Giants is what I'll end on this. It's kind of like all the extra like features with like YG and Future and things like that. As much as they work, as much as they're good songs, you can kind of see him kind of like seeking out that like okay having these people on my album will make it more palatable to their audiences so those are my kind of like um knocks on that project as far as the albums that i feel like i would include um if i was going to just throw some nigerian albums in the mix of the greatest albums of all time it would be asha's album yeah it would be asha's album because i think that album definitely deserves to be on that list Mm -hmm. the the mixture of like genres and just how she still kept it nigerian at the end of the day and indigenous with yoruba and like she wasn't particularly based here at the time right and it's just and it was accepted i don't i don't know that another album like that will be accepted in the mainstream the way that particular album was i also think was it just a really crazy watershed moments for Nigerian music so Asha and then also Gongwaso by Nice those two projects I think that Gongwaso project is in as much as people consider one of the greatest Nigerian albums of all time especially in the modern era I feel like it is still underrated even then yes. because it is because <laughs> it is just so good musically the production by ID Kabasa that album alone cements him in my opinion as one of the greatest Nigerian producers to exist Sorry, Please, I, I, I made a mistake I need to correct my mistake so as I was sitting here, I realized that I made a mistake. So why are you laughing? No, go for it. Let's hear you. So the album I wanted to reference, the Two-Face album I wanted to reference was Face to Face, not Grass to Grace. Ah, okay. Face to Face, the one that the first had Afri- the African Queen blew out from. That's Fair. the album I wanted to reference because African Queen was probably one of the first songs that had like um, sync placement. Yeah. Out of the first, if we even like from that new the album. first, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so you know. I don't see how that album because it wasn't only African Queen that was big there, mm-hmm. and I think he had features on that album too. He did. So you can imagine, and yeah. then you skip him, and then now jump to two thousand and yeah, and what? There should have been yeah. more consideration for sure. And obviously, we're biased because these are the songs that we and albums we grew up on. But I think they could have definitely done a bit more in that regard. So just quick, and I know we have to like move forward, but. And again, I think it's easy for us to go back and say, oh, yeah, this album has kind of um, done well over the past 10, 15 years, and why isn't it there? But I kind of like, I feel like African Giant being there, of course, or us talking about another Burner album, kind of also talk about Mr. Money with the vibe. Ashake. I could see that being there. I can 100% see that because, bro. I mean, the, see, the moment we introduce Mr. Money with the vibe, eh, I just want to say that the, the Rolling Stone people, next time, they should put it by a decade. That's the removed. only way for see, us to have it. They, should, if they, put it they by should have decade. just removed all of our albums and let us know there's nothing there. Yes, <laughs> all, exactly. We're even used to it before anyway. I promise so it's you, fine. there's no reason for us to not have 
And even if we were talking small, even if we wanted to just represent us a bit, it should have been about 10 albums out of 500. Yes. That should have been 10. a bit. For, them to have, for us to have three, uh, <sighs> they're taking the absolute position. I've just removed everything. But yeah, that was like my own little selfish. Um, no, no, no. You're allowed to come on. We always allow you to go on your rant. You didn't give us any word of the day, but no, it's no, okay. No, no, Maybe today, next week. Today. Let's keep the English one. simple in the new year. Okay, so moving on to... I think my favorite topic of the day that I really want us to get into. Something we have discussed on and off on the podcast a couple weeks in a row. Uh, Faith. 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 Faith works. Um, the way she works to get into, like, shall I say bad press? She works like Kante. <laughs> oh, my God. Her work rate is crazy. Yeah. Abby. So I'm just going to lay, I'm going to just kind of lay the foundation for the conversation and we can get into it. Mm. So. the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They put out a tweet um, at a show. What show was it? Moyo, can you can you remind me? It was the Lagos Countdown show. The Lagos Countdown show, yes. So she put out a tweet after a performance at the show saying, Begun my New Year's with such a huge gag, LOL. Hugging David O backstage as he's about to perform, to watching him perform Kante in a new version with my verse taken off. Performing with you would have been a good way to start my year, but I guess life happens. Happy New Year. Fingers crossed emoji. Kissy face emoji. Now, if you're a follower of the podcast, we've had a couple conversations about Fave and how we felt like, like maybe kind of like the mean girl attitude that she was displaying was kind of just taking some of the shine, taking some of the shine off her music and just kind of put, putting a bad taste in people's mouth. And I feel like this latest tweet, which she deleted eventually, I guess the pressure got to her is kind of like in the same ilk. Like, can't tell you feeling the pressure. I didn't peep that up. You know, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes we love plan it. You know, um, but yeah, she was kind of feeling the pressure and decided that she wanted to delete it. And yeah, we're just back here again, man. And I'm really hoping that this is in the template for 2024. But the way I would approach this conversation is like, do you, because Sharon has definitely called me out on this before, feeling like we're a bit too harsh on the female artists um, about things that they were doing. But like, how do we feel about this? And how do we think things like this affect Dave's perception? And even just, I guess, her general, I guess, PR efforts. Okay, yes. Yeah, so my view on this topic, that is Sharon, the Twitter user. <laughs> there are different Sharons that are going to give opinion on this matter. Okay. So Sharon, the Twitter user, came online. Everybody was talking about Happy New Year, Happy This, and then here we go, Jim. It's like the first drama of uh, Twitter from my own view, because there was one happening on TikTok, but that's for later. Anyway, so seeing that as a Twitter user, I thought to myself, oh, oh the video how you do this to this girl? Eh? Young female artist trying to make it, blah, blah, blah. You know all the gist that goes around there. But unfortunately for the world, Sharon the Twitter user now also doubles as Sharon the industry girl, music mm -hmm. industry girl. Yeah, I know. So those two parts of my brain were now clashing, clashing, clashing. So I went back to reread the tweet again. And to me, that's the two Sharons combined. It seemed like a very um, manipulative tweet. Mm. It seemed like a tweet that was um, put out there for two reasons. One, to make the video look like the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And two, to convert, 
to get some kind of Traction. attention at the beginning of the year. Because the beginning of the year is very hot and everything, everything. That's how I saw it. Why did I see it that way? So one, I think artists, I don't, I think they know, but I think artists should know that when someone puts out music, right, there's always one person in the agreement that has the full rights in quotes to the mm -hmm. music. That's the higher share of that music. Yeah. Meaning that they can do whatsoever it is they want with their music. Davido can put out another remix and have your verse taken off and put someone else on it and decide that that's the one he wants to promote. Because at the end of the day, he owns like the full song and he has the right to send an open verse to that song. So whosoever he feels like giving it to can do it. Now, whoever he puts on it, he can also decide that he wants to remove the people and perform his song like that. It's the same way she now, right? She might not have um, the full performance rights to sing even his parts. I don't know what the agreement is. She might not have the right to sing his parts. She might only have the right to sing her parts. Now, if someone did not know that, they might think, ah, look at her shining the video. She only sang her part on stage and she left. That would not be a good look for her if someone said that because she knows that, oh, I don't have performance rights of David's part, just my parts and maybe the chorus or whatever. And that's it. So that's why that's it looked that way to me. And I honestly didn't like it. And if she deleted it, that's great and fantastic. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you hugged him, okay. Do you know what he discussed with his team? You do not know. Why didn't you ask him when you hugged him? Do you want to perform Kante? Can I join you? Bruh, you didn't ask. You hugged him. He went away. He performed his own song. You came back. You carried your phone. Ah, David, this thing you did to me. Wow, what a way to start the year. Well, no problem. Shall we move? Like, no, no. Well, it's not I, fair. I suppose they call you hammer. It's not fair. So that's you my... Hammer. You did hit the nail on the head. Ah, yeah. That's my take Straight, on the topic. Straight, because... Wow. So, whoever advised her to yeah. take it down, if anyone did, I think that that was the right thing to do. Yeah, but obviously the internet never forgets. Yep. And another thing is that why it also had a sad taste was at the end of the day, whether we all choose to accept it or not, it's also who it came from. Yeah, maybe yeah. if it was somebody 100%. else, we would have we'll done. Like, oh, oh David, do oh, David, do, do, we rise do. by lifting others. So. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, literally, I agree with everything so. you've said, and the fact that her tweet was kind of weird to me because I looked at it as, bro, you're coming to tell us that someone has, before he went on stage, hugged you. Ah, how far everything, blah, blah, blah. I think I hugged you and in his mind was like, <laughs> I'm about to perform this song without her. My song go. I'm about to perform song that Notes that they do deep stage and she also performed canting. So Faith basically did her own version as well after they do did his. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're putting it out. And it's literally, as Sharon said, it's almost like trying to get that clout. Like, oh, I've done this. You're trying to start the year with that clout. And I'm like, bro, come on. Like, brother put you on his album. Like, he put you as a feature on his album. Like, that alone is already... He didn't have to. Like, there was literally not... If he removed you, it almost wouldn't have, like, cost him anything at all. It would have still gotten that acclaim. So, I don't know what her people are telling her or they should do this. Maybe this what I think people that are advising her are kind of like, she should change those people. But um, let me, I'm <laughs> trying to, no, no, no. She should change this because come on now. Uh, we have spoken about her. Um, you can't seize her phone now. She'll Bro. do what she wants to do. 
fair enough. Maybe yeah, it's, maybe it's, also, maybe it's harsh. I don't know. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. It can also be, I don't know. But I'm going to just pass it to Deji to just give his two pence. For me, the way I want to attack this is from a PR perspective, right? If having like worked in PR, if I had an artist that I felt like was stacking up mm-hmm. negative press, at some point, it's just going to be like, please, you're killing us. You're killing us. Like, please, like, you really need to pick whatever your next words are going to be extremely carefully. Because I think with a fave, and how, how I always parse it is like, the only way to get away with doing misbehavior, quote unquote, is to have talent that is blinding. Which isn't to say that fave isn't incredibly talented, but I don't know that she's talented enough to be hated and still thrive, right? So... That's how I see it. I don't think she can afford any more bad press because even the style of music that she makes as well is kind of like a... As far as I remember right now in her career, she really only has one, like, cut across type record, right? So something that's ubiquitous everywhere. So My Baby Bad, My Baby Good, that record. Um, so The kind of music she makes is a bit niche, right? So if you're making niche music and you're trying to also be a mainstream artist... In, in the same vein, you need as much goodwill as you can get. And I feel like she just keeps eroding her goodwill with every move that she makes. Because with this one, for me now, it's like, you could have had the conversation. Maybe you, you don't have the access to David O, and that's mm-hmm. why she felt like she wanted to do. But have the conversation in-house. Yeah. Have the conversation in-house. I don't feel like Twitter needed to know about this. I also feel like with, a, with an artist of David O's caliber... Yeah you want him on your side, right? And whether or not he's taking it personally, I don't even think it's something you want to chance. Mm-hmm. And it ultimately just goes back to the conversation that we were having last time about Fave. It doesn't work with who you present as, right? Like, mean girl energy just does not look good on you. There's some people who do mean girl energy and it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, that's your whole vibe. Like, even with Ira, Ira is not really a mean girl, but the occasions where she's clapped back at people, I, I feel it's... I feel it. Yeah, like it's like okay, like I I get you, you know. Um, Ty African bad girl. Even when the whole thing with Shay Shay happened and all that, didn't affect her brand in my opinion because it's like, yeah. Apart from the fact that I thought she, she was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of in the right in that situation. It just it felt consistent with stuff that she's presented. But with Faith, it's like there's a dissonance there that I think they need to be careful with because. Nigerians, it's not, it doesn't take a lot for Nigerians to decide that they don't mess with you anymore, right? And her career is still very much in, like, the early stages. And for that reason, I just feel like she should be a lot more careful with things like this. My opinion is going to be a little contrarian. Okay. But I let me give you guys a little play-by-play of what went down. Um, Fave had been around for a bit. She had stayed in the green room chilled for a bit they tried to speed up her performance you know this type of thing where sometimes you do an event show flow but because of the nature of the events you just have to go with the flow whatever talent is on ground is who you work with but at the same time you have to position the performances in a way that you don't build the energy and then now put someone up based on who's around just put someone that will now bring down the vibe you just have to bring it up you'd agree with me that ideally in a performance you should have a faith before a debut go up mm-hmm. Because it's proper like headline material. Yeah. G gets. Yeah. But because of urgency, that same night the widow had gone to crossover service in church. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. So he came immediately. 
the amount of guys he came with himself, they couldn't go in the green room. So it was only normal that the video went straight backstage. I think that's where he now met Fave and then they did their greeting things. In Fave's head, she was going to be there. Um, she was going to go up in a bit. So how it looked to me is she had been waiting. Obviously, they booked them independently and a bunch of them were going to perform live. So their set lists or their sets were curated to perform their bits. And because they were performing up to like six, seven songs, they have to do like more of one verse and the chorus. Jiget. So a bunch of the openers, Olamide was there, Kiz was there, Shea Vibes was there. Everyone was doing one verse and chorus on to the next song, one verse and chorus on to the next song. So um, after their whatever link up that they had backstage, David goes up, performs all of the songs, and then he performs Kante. And then I think in her head, as someone who's going up after David, who ideally should have gone up first, she was expecting that since he performed Kante last, he would just call her up. She does her verse and then spins off to her own set. That's probably the idea she had because that was the first song that she performed in her set. So the video does Kante, his verse, and then the chorus, and then he's out, and then they call up Fave, and then that's the oh, song she was that immediately she goes after? Yes. Okay. So I heard Kante during the video set. The video passes in front of me, and then Fave is up with Kante again. Cause that was um, genuinely, that was the first question I asked, like, uh, why didn't Faith go up with Davido? But it wasn't a situation where anybody was calling anybody up. The set list was curated to taste for the show. It wasn't like Davido had say over, well, let me call this person. Um, I think Mayokon came with someone. I don't remember who. But all of these other artists that came with who we know as their yeah. chief daddy of the group, they mm. didn't. nobody <laughs> called anybody up. Yeah. You get so, so essentially says that it would have had to have been planned beforehand. It would have had 100%. to be planned before because if you're working with a live band mm. for a set, they, everyone needs to know what's happening. Like there's very little room for spontaneity. Yeah. And they can only play alongside the DJ where it's just like percussion mm -hmm. that they're playing along, um, that they're pay playing with. It's not like they have all the loops and the back, all those back, like all those things that they used to add yeah. sharp. You get so I understand how it looks to her, but I wish that they had had it i hope i don't know i don't know if they had this but like a conversation in-house just to square her now i don't mean to cuddle or like corset her <laughs> I, I don't know if she had like that those pre-years of launching into the industry you get i, I feel like she had like that one year and then the olamide feature mm -hmm. and there were two songs and then from there she launched again like she has had like a so run she was bigger with, than her own self yes <laughs> So just just even add one thing, and and I think most people didn't see this tweet. After that famous tweet, she actually came back and said, "Oh, okay, maybe I should have just texted him personally and everything." Yeah, and said this. I I feel like one thing that we need to give Fave is space for growth. Allow her to make her own mistakes. There were lots of people talking about, oh, entitlement. Who do you think you are to call the video out like this? Like, bro, a lot of people are calling people out every day on the TL. Why is it different for her? I understand that she she hasn't had a good reputation um, straight from the artwork thing and a few other things that she has said in the middle. But whether we like it or not, it's still her and her team. They've said they didn't choose anybody beforehand. They're the ones that... 
I don't want to mansplain that that one, <laughs> but for this one, <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to give yeah. excuses because I I'm only no limited kidney, but I also try to give like okay because I don't think anyone's actually trying to set themselves up. Yeah. Even within the space of um okay let's let's go the dirty let's go the dirty way and secure bad PR so far as conversation I don't think she was actively trying to set herself up she genuinely was lost yes yeah, probably about hurt. it and she came on and I don't think it was something that they had conversation about she just tweeted it she just came on and tweeted like I, I would expect that Kenny and I can't I can't if you if you can't verify this let me know I think I've heard it somewhere that she owned Kante really I don't I don't know that just I don't I, he- I heard that she owned Kante and then she, they had team pitched to Davido to jump on it. Very possible. I thought of that when when she did that, and I'm like, bro, come on, it's not too far fetched. Maybe she should have had commission in house, and then asked Davido. But in the rush, come on, Davido, when they when they were even letting us know about green, the green room rules for the evening, they said, oh, Davido is coming with like forty people. So where's the where was the Space the for space. If you're going up, up next, where I, he won't even give you face, bro. He's cleaning his face after and then and trying to make his way out, make sure that he's not encountering all these area boys and all that. It was so bitch. Now it was it was coming out. Yeah, everyone's gathering around him. You can't even get too close. They'll push you out of the way. So she couldn't ask, and it genuinely bothered her. That's why I think one thing that we should in our bid to criticize and set people straight let's remember that conversation is only on twitter that's one number two these people have real life feelings Mm -hmm. if she came online to say that that means we have made it look like it's not a safe space for her to come and no it's not a safe space it's It's not not, i understand she needs to know that it's i understand i understand that we we we're just saying it here that it's not a safe space but daily, we always try to make people feel like you can come on here if you are going through some sort of thing. As an artist, right? right? As an artist, that should be like one zero one. But we have to understand that there are other people who have aired opinions. You must on have at least like this. a manager. You could have texted that. So except they all came together and said, "Okay, fave, post it." That's, That's what I'm saying. That it was some. I, I'm. My dibs are on the fact that it was something that was done in the heat of the moment from someone that you respect so much. You've done promo with on this song together. You have, at, to a large extent, you have like both carried equal shares of the headache of the song together and something like that. She needed to have had understanding, but she also has to agree with me that she hasn't had enough space to have had that understanding. That's fair. That's fair. I can understand that. She's 23. She hasn't had... It's not, even a, it's not, it's not, it's not about age. We can age. come back to this at another time. But this thing, age, she hasn't had time. I actually simply do not agree. I and get I you. I can't so agree. What I'm going to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to chalk it up thing. to age. It's just a general thing. A general I'm not going to chalk thing. it up to age. I'm not going to chalk it up to age. Because I'm I'm not really big on ageism about like, oh, you're young. That's why I did that. No, I feel like she went. she came head first into the industry. I'm not sure too much about the artist development, about things you should say and shouldn't say. That's what I'm saying. Do you get? If she had, if she knew that, if she has, if she had had awareness about that, she would know that, hold on, there are some people you should not come to say certain stuff about, no matter how true and genuine your emotions about it are. That's what I mean. If she knew that, 
Come on, someone, someone said something to me this December about how um, if you are learning on the job, there's a, if you are learning on the job in the industry, there's a high chance that you're learning from people who are also learning on the job. Mm-hmm. So, come on. I don't want to do a breakdown of the team. I'm just saying that we will be back. <laughs> We're going to be, to <laughs> be continue. No, we, 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 we will find a way to continue this artist etiquette. I don't even know what to call it. This is artist etiquette. I don't know what to call it. But I stand on the I like that you say that I say that thing. she knows. And I just, I don't, I don't think I really appreciate that she's, she's the daily scapegoat. No, but she puts herself in that position. And I'm sorry what it is. If if, 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 if your, if your emotions are hurt, if you're upset, if you're not happy about the entire thing, there's a way to do it. As a matter of fact, I would have been fine if she had the conversation and she played victim. That would have been significantly better than to paint David in a bad light. She's like, oh, like it would have been such a good look. It's like, oh, my year started with a gag. Yes. Like nobody owes and you was, that. And it seemed like oh, an ignorant take. No, Come on. nobody no, look, you guys, owes you, know, you just, that. These things are easier. For, I don't, I don't want. We do shall know? be back. All right, we shall be back. We've exhausted all our talking opportunity for today on this pod. But best believe that we're going to be back another time to squash this properly and properly debate it. However, between now and then, we'd love to have your comments and thoughts on social media about what you think, your own bits and pieces, your think pieces about, about everything that we've discussed today. For us to see it, you'd have to use the a hashtag with an S pod. Don't forget to leave us fancy ratings, five stars only, across whatever streaming platform that you're using to listen to us. Moyo Baby 20K for you this year. Enjoy your week. Till the next time you encounter us on another episode. This is another fancy kiss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 